You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It is 5.03. It is a Thursday. It is the warm-up show, along with the Eddie Scazzeri warm-up show, brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. I am staring at a very handsome man, and also to his left is Al Dukes. We call him Al T.J. Dukes. Al, how are you? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, you know, we sometimes read about... Uh, Elite athletes injuring themselves doing dumb things of like uh, the baseball. the video game guy the uh, from the A's yeah the other guy sometimes you hear about a guy uh, sprains his ankle getting out of bed and absolutely that sort of thing uh, to the, this morning I injured my shoulder brushing my teeth <laughs> how I have an electric toothbrush and too I, much pulsational <laughs> no no I I like to walk around when I'm brushing my teeth like I don't like to just stay in the bathroom why so I, like, I don't know if I, it's, it takes. Feels like it takes a long time. But then time. you get splatter all no, over your house. No, there's no splatter. I, I keep my mouth very clo- closed, very tight. Mm. No splatter whatsoever. But I'm walking around and uh, brushing with my right arm. And as I went to go back up the stairs, I went right into the corner of the walls. Ah. As I was trying to go back up there, I, I, my peripheral vision was off. Because <laughs> I was holding the toothbrush. Did you gag on the toothbrush? I did not gag on the You're toothbrush, lucky. but... I am telling you, my shoulders legitimately hurt. This is what happens when you're frail. Right. <laughs> like, I need, I might need to go get an MRI or whatever those things do that check your shoulders. Go get a stand-up MRI. I want a stand-up MRI. I want an x-rays. Can you lift your arm over your head? I can. Oh, then you're fine. It's just, it's, this is, what this you, is called soreness and pain. Get over yeah. it. You'll be fine. Like, if I was a baseball player, I'd probably need 10 days. You'd, I would say you'd probably go on the injured list. I'm going to need a little. I'm gonna need about 10 days to... You sure as hell wouldn't pitch today. No, I wouldn't pitch. And I would put out news like Jacob DeGrom. He's going to play catch. Al's going to play catch after injuring his shoulder, brushing his teeth. Good. This is what we do. Yeah, go for it. I actually saw that as a news story. That Good yes. news, Jacob DeGrom's going to play catch. Play catch, bullpen, pitch Sunday. Oh, so he's uh, booked He's booked for Sunday? <laughs> Didn't get to the second paragraph, did you? <laughs> they do play games on Mother's Day. For all the mothers out there, Jake, Jacob DeGrom yes, will be that ready was, to go. that was the second paragraph, was that all it right. will put him in line to hopefully pitch on Sunday against oh, Arizona. Hopefully pitch. So well, I'm, I'm saying hopefully. I believe the article said he's in line to pitch Sunday, but I'm going to say hopefully. Hopefully. Because with these baseball injuries, yeah, you, you never know. know. What you if don't he, know. What if he hurts himself brushing his teeth? He could. Sometimes it gets very vigorous. Was there. it Bob Ojeda that had the uh, the hedge uh, injury? Uh, yes. Right. I think. Yes, it was Bob Ojeda. Back in the mid eighties, cut his finger or something. Something like that. Yep. Yeah. That's right, Jerry. So these That's things what happen. Happens. Let's just keep Jake around the park. Don't do anything stupid. Back on Sunday. All right. 
Um, yesterday we did have, uh, there was a lot of talk on what would the New York Rangers do as far as a brouhaha. Apparently with, fire everybody. With the Capitals. Yes, they did fire everybody uh, before that was the game. shocking. What was shocking about it? I saw that a lot of headlines. Shocking in shocking. that you, you hired John Davidson to come here to rebuild the franchise. How long basically. ago was that? A couple of years, not okay. that long. They're in the middle of this quote-unquote rebuild where they've had a lot of draft picks, a lot of high draft picks, and you're starting to see them play well. It's a less of a physical team. Like back in the day, it's Sean Avery kicking people's ass. This is a different type of Ranger team. And also, Gorton, the GM, just took over a few years. I mean, I don't know. I was, I didn't expect that yesterday. I thought the Rangers, while they didn't make the playoffs this year, they're so young, at least in my eyes, and with the draft picks they had, I thought really you were looking towards next year. This wasn't a Stanley Cup team this year. I don't think anybody thought it was. And to just fire them, A, before the season's over, B, on the heels of what happened, C, right after the statement the organization put out, like what the hell just happened? Yeah, I did see a lot of people go, this is so shocking. Timing was weird. It was like headlines to a current affair back in the day. This next piece is so shocking. You might want to turn away. You might want to put your television in the attic. It's so scary. But don't you agree usually when someone gets let go, whether it's a manager, and I don't mean a hitting coach, no one cares, but I mean a manager or a GM, there's usually a feeling about it that it could happen. Yes. Someone's job is on the line. No one. Boomer's been sitting here every day. At any point has Boomer said, change aside from maybe David Quinn, who people don't seem to love, did anybody think that John Davidson was getting fired? I don't think so. Right. Part of why it was so surprising yesterday. It was very shocking to people. And then the Rangers-Capitals game started with a... Um, Just the way you wanted it to. With as uh, soon as they dropped the puck. I there, told you that was going to happen. Three dudes fought. But yeah. I don't know. I was hoping for more. Like well, it didn't. what it is. Like it, This isn't the 1970s. Yeah. It didn't look all that... Violent. It wasn't. Well, you want to go out there and try it? No, but what I wanted... Here's what I wanted to see, because I've been watching a lot of wrestling documentaries lately. I wanted to see when Rowdy Roddy Piper and Jimmy Snuka were feuding off outside the ring. And then finally at Madison Square Garden, Snuka gets introduced. He's in the ring. Piper comes out and... This was a hockey game. It's just haymakers. This wasn't... Well, you got him from Tom Wilson on Brendan Smith. Yeah, but I wanted all... He was punching him in the face. Like, the way they do it in wrestling, Jerry, and this is what I wanted to see in hockey. One right hand from one guy, then the next guy, he gets to throw his. Then you just go punch for punch to see who's strongest. You're grabbing the jersey. You're trying to gain leverage. You're on skates. It's not as easy as you're making it sound. Yeah. And it's not scripted, oh, by the way. Just saying. That's unfortunate. They should have scripted no, that not fight last script night. It. That would have been awesome. I did like, though, because I did read the Brendan Smith went right at Tom Wilson, you yeah. know, a minute into the game. And then I watched it. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have done that. Because <laughs> Tom Wilson punched him in the head about nine times. Right. But, yeah, listen, well, you give him credit for yes. making a move. But don't but don't write it like, oh, Brendan Smith. I Here's how I saw it. Oh, Brendan Smith. Uh, no one else could do that? <laughs> that was I was excited to see it, though. But it was well, not as it many. It was very predictable. Yeah, it was very predictable, and it was more like a, a synchronized dance. It wasn't great. Right at the drop of the puck. And they less, did what they had to do. It's over. And less on. Piper versus Snooka, which is what I wanted. I thought you were going to go more TJ Oshie. TJ Oshie. This is one of those, was his father part of this? Because you have no idea what I'm talking TJ about. TJ Oshie? Yes. I don't. His dad just passed away a few oh, days ago, right? and he had a hat trick last night. 
Oh, I so like to that. me, this is like Brett Favre on yes. Monday Night Football. That's the feel you had. I thought it, I figured that's where you were going to go with this. Ooh. But again, you didn't get to paragraph three. <laughs> that's exciting. Or the highlights, I, I guess. You just watch the fights. I just watch the fights. I'm going right. to write to Twitter. I went right to the fights. I understand. Because this is right This is right up your alley. Yeah, I do love a magical. Yes. The father passes away. And he got the hat trick late to make sure he got the third goal, a couple of power play goals. Like, Was he crying? That I'm not sure of. I didn't. I watched. I read the article. I did. I actually didn't see that. I saw some of the highlights, but, but you, I didn't see all of that. You, I think you've said in the past you don't believe in that stuff. You don't no, I believe don't. that. Brett Do I Favre's think a player, their ghost? No, I don't. I think other players lift themselves up. And try and do more. Like let's let's really support him tonight. Yeah, I do. I think that's what happens. Now, if you want to believe that his father is guiding the ball, yeah, that's fine. You can believe that. I don't, but that's fine if you think that. Brett, one Favre's. of us is right, or neither one of us is right. It's whatever. Who had a better night, Brett Favre's dad after he passed for Brett Favre, or TJ Oshie's dad hat trick? What was more impressive, you think? Well, I would say the Favre one because it was on national TV yeah. on Monday Night Football Plus in Oakland, did, and we didn't know if he was going to play, and he had this and, yes streak going where he never. So I would the say the Favre one was yeah. specifically nationally, although in Canada because hockey is their national sport, that might be all the rage up in Canada. I don't know. Not sure, but both of them pretty special. Yeah, well, that's cool. I didn't yeah. even here's here's how you know which one was bigger. I didn't even see a headline about that T.J. Oshie one. And when the Brett Favre thing happened, that was all you would read the next yeah. day. Yeah, that was a big deal. I think that was on Good Morning America the next day. Yeah, I don't think Good Morning. Well, but then again, though, there's this notion that someone started that no one cares about hockey. So why would you? Good point. Discuss it. Right. Why would it even come up? Although it should. It should have. I'm proud of you. We just spent like six minutes talking about hockey. That's right, Terry. This is what I do. I break down mostly hockey. I don't think we break it down. You really weren't sure what happened in the game, but I knew there was a fight. You did at least allow me to discuss it. I knew there was a fight at the start. Three different, three different uh, pairings. Yeah, and then I knew uh, there was a fight when Tom Wilson guy came into the game. Fifty seconds into the game. Yeah. Yep. I read Jerry. There were a hundred penalty minutes in yeah. the first period. Well, sure. There have to be. It had so many fights. It was six fights. And I saw a photo on uh, Twitter of, of all of the uh, capitals in the uh, box. They were all just jammed in there. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. No <laughs> social distancing, Jerry. No, there's no so. Well, they're all tested and vaccinated, so oh, they're right. fine. So they're all right. They're good to go. I hope so. Hmm. Have you me... looked at them? I've not looked at the numbers in a long time. I don't feel like I read anything about it anymore. Coronavirus? Yeah. Yeah, I don't either. So I don't know that you're going to get that Brazilian wave for August. That I'm hoping to get the uh, boat You're parade canceled. You're not hoping. We're, it's a joke, everybody. Oh, that's just. But a when joke. you make the joke about the boat parade, right, right, seems well, like right. seems like we're in good shape. Yes, Eddie. Yeah, I don't hear anything oh, about no. coronavirus either. <laughs> I, you, I I literally just heard Eddie in my ear say Jerry, and then he's looking at me like he didn't yeah. say anything. So I'm hearing things. <laughs> Sorry, Eddie. What about now, Jerry? Hey, Jerry. <laughs> That's you, you jackass. Her jury. Her jury. <laughs> All right. Uh, then, of course, uh, yesterday also, uh, as usual, doubleheader split between the Mets and the Cardinals. Not as usual. As that happens. No, it doesn't. 100% it happens of the 50% time. 50% of the time. 50% of the time. And by the split. way, I nailed my sure thing bet you of did. the day. Yes, I did. Well, I saw you had picked the Yankees and then you picked the Padres. I Correct. didn't see what, how the Padres did. They, they I, not one. only did I take the Padres. For added value, I took the Padres minus a run and a half. Is that right? They won 4 2. Hmm. Hey, good for you. Not bad. I won by when 90 bucks on a $20 bet. I didn't go nice. crazy. Just 20 bucks. Yeah, not bad. 
Look at you, Jerry, living so, large over there on a Cinco de Mayo. I mean, it's yesterday. what's called the sure thing, Al. It's a sure thing. You you like your sure thing uh, bets with the Yankees, Astros. Do you think Garrett Cole goes and gets the sweep today? Now you're putting me on the spot here. I'm putting you on the spot, Jerry. Garrett Cole against a fellow named Lance McCullers. Junior. I will Right, Junior. Yes. Lest you think his the father's Yankees, pitching. Here's your sure thing of the day. i got to come up with another game now. Right. But I, because I wasn't going to do this today. Oh. Uh, I will so take, take the Yankees. Yes, Cole. the Yankees will win today. The problem is they're going to be such a big favorite, I would think, with Cole starting. Right. How about this as a sure thing? All right. Does Aaron Judge strike out five times again? <laughs> he was over. They won, so who cares? Yeah, we don't care, right? Oh for 5 with five strikeouts? Yes, that was not. Uh, Holy well, At least he was crap. up there swinging, Jerry. He was taking his cuts. <laughs> Yo, he takes his cuts all right. Taking he his just cuts. whiffs. <laughs> but the big story is a Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah, I He's would say got so. Eleven game hitting streak, Jerry. He's now batting three fifteen, three for four. That's what I'm talking about. He's doubled Francisco Lindor, <laughs> like legit. His uh, batting average. Yeah, Lindor's one fifty seven, and Stanton's three fourteen. Last time I checked, one fifty seven times two is three fourteen. Good job. What's uh, also interesting about Lindor is not only did he suck hitting yesterday, he had a key error <laughs> in game one. This is going really well, isn't it? <laughs> He had a bad throwing error, and then it led to a couple of runs. The home run. The home, right, Came the after. home run after. I think it was the, the young home run. Yeah. So it's, it's a bad job. Then he didn't play game two. And then VR plays well. <laughs> but that's the funny thing about we discuss all this money that some of these players get paid. And I, at the end of the day, I still think Lindor will be fine. We're having fun at his expense right now because he's terrible in the first month and a half of him being a Met. But you sit there and say, like, really, what is the value of a guy like so Lindor's making 30 something on average 30 something million dollars a year. Let's say he winds up hitting 300. I, and if he does, he's going to go on a tear now because he's batting 157 through the first 25 games or so. So for the remaining 130, I mean, he would just go off. But a guy like Jonathan VR, what do you think he would do in in a in a in 162 games? He'd be fine. Think he give you 265, yes. play good defense? I do. How much he's going to get paid? Not much. Six million a year? I don't know what he's getting paid, but I would think not a lot. Is it really worth it? No. But if you do, but this crazy. is the problem. This when when if the Mets didn't do this, the fans would go. The Mets didn't do anything. Well, no, no. You still have to go out and get. You got to get good players. I just don't know that you need those thirty million dollar a year. Right. Players. This is the money ball thing, right, Jerry? I agree. What, what they did in Oakland. What are the Rays doing? How are the A's playing? Right. I I've said this for years and years. When Met fans go, oh, that's so, oh, shut up. Just put good players on the field and have exactly. good pitching, and you'll win games. It happens over. How many World Series have the Yankees won since two thousand nine? Zero. None. The Dodgers got one last year in a 60-game season. They spent $400 million a year on payroll. It's it's not all about spending the most money. It never has been. It's not all about the Benjamins. It's not. you got to have the right group of players, and you need good players. But, boy, you spend all this money on certain guys. and It's just, I don't, I don't know. It's not worth the production sometimes. I agree. I'm with you, Jerry. Anyway, you know something about money and saving money. Uh- Oh, is that right, Jerry? I think you do. Yeah, as you may remember, I'm coming up on my one-year anniversary of my new condo, and I couldn't be happier with my purchase. If anyone's looking to buy or are a first-time home buyer, check out financing through Carney Bank. I had the best experience with my mortgage loan officer. 
They were very personable, efficient, and made the entire process easy. Visit CarneyBank.com for more information and benefits of their first-time homebuyer program. You will not regret it. That's CarneyBank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, a lot more to do. 518, the warm-up show until 6. We'll get to the Knicks at some point because they got blown out in the first quarter and did not play well in Denver. Uh, also, more ahead on the baseball. It's been a very, very busy couple of days. Coming right back, and then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Number one with meatheads in the gym. All right, 523, May 6th, as Karen Stewart says. It was Cinco de Mayo yesterday. It says all the baseball was canceled with the crappy weather. I enjoyed a couple of Casamigos to margaritas. Oh, is that right? I enjoyed myself, yes. On a midweek drive, which I never do, except pandemic, I did a lot, which I gained 15 pounds. And one of those midweek cocktails. Did you have uh, any Cinco de Mayo-related food? No. That we did not do. Yeah, I didn't have any food or alcohol. I mean, I had food. I had my usual chicken, sweet potatoes, carrots. Really dialed it up a notch. Really fired up, yeah, for uh, for the. Can you barbecue in your place? No. So you can't go on the terrace. No. That sucks. Yeah, it does suck. That's what that one thing does suck. Yeah, because I would love to barbecue. Yeah, no, I know you do. So it's been a while. You were in the apartment. You couldn't do it. Couldn't barbecue in the apartment. Now in the condo, you can't. The Gina's got a barbecue though. I would do. I would uh, barbecue there. Got it. When I can, when I remember. But I always think like. that propane tank always throws me off. So I'm always like, what is if? it going to run out of propane tank? Is oh, it you gonna... have to have a backup one ready. Yeah, but I don't like to store a propane tank. I feel like it's just going to blow up. It's not going to blow up. Like it's going to get really hot in the summer when it hits like it's 90 degrees. Gonna... It's going to go. No, it's not. If that was the case, could you imagine the explosions around all the Lowe's and Home Depots all summer long? Yeah. Because they are outside. Right. In their little in uh, the cages. Sun. Yes. That's Baking. why they're in the cages in case they blow up. They just stay in the cages. That's true, but that is not going. That's not going to happen. Got some information yesterday that Mets and Yankees will open up to full capacity. Not really. Right, full capacity sections. Yes, that that's the misleading part. There are sections that will have full capacity. So there will be sections with vaccinated people that will be. You could be sitting right next to somebody. They'll be selling all of those seats. Yeah, I'm with Sal on this one if you heard the end of his show. What did he say? He said, I'd rather go sit in the 33% section and have space and room and not be right on top of somebody. Yeah, that's a good point. I agree with him. Right, they have the other section where only 33% will be filled and have social distancing of six feet. Here's the part that I do not understand. Everyone will still have to wear a mask. Mm Mm-hmm. So even if I'm sitting in the fully vaccinated section outdoors, I still have to put a mask on. I guess Why? so. I, Al, I don't know. The whole point of me getting the vaccine was so I don't have to wear masks everywhere. But I think you can still get the virus. The vaccine just completely well, then, defends so the virus. Silly. I mean, your chances and minimizes the, the effects of it. That it was minimal to get the virus in the first place, and now no, you I get said, vaccinated. No, I said uh, the effects of it. Yeah. Like if you get it instead of really getting sick you're more likely to just be asymptomatic from everything that I have read. I don't yeah. I don't know if that's the case. Now, I have a friend of mine that got vaccinated, 
and he got the virus. I want so he got vaccinated in, in when it first came out because he's a former cop or a cop. I forget what he's doing now. He got vaccinated immediately. And I want to say about six weeks after he got, you know, he was through that two week period, you know, the waiting period, which for me ends this afternoon, which I'm looking forward to, which is good. Um, he got the virus. He was like part of the one percent that could get it after getting vaccinated, but very minimal effects. But some of the other things I was reading on social media when I had to put out a, a tweet. which You had just, to put out a tweet. I had a tweet. I had to do it, Jerry. And then I just watched the infighting amongst the <laughs> people responding. Uh, what was it? Oh, if, if, you're, if you decide you don't want to get the vaccine. Right. Cool. Yeah. But... Now, why am I? Why are the vaccinated people protecting the unvaccinated people? If you've decided that you don't want the vaccine, so now why am I still wearing a mask if I wanted the vaccine? I don't know. I get the sense because my wife doesn't want to get the vaccine, yeah. at least not yet. Um, she's still waiting, which is fine. Her opinion, her choice. I, right. I don't care. Uh, whatever she wants to do. So, I my guess is from everything that I see is that we're going to be in masks for a while. I don't want to wear a mask anymore. Well. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, when you get on a plane, you're going to have to, or oh, they're not going to let you on the listen, plane. When I'm getting on a plane, I'm putting a mask on because I don't trust, <laughs> I don't I don't want to wear a mask plane. anymore. When I get on a plane, <laughs> on I'm putting a, plane, a mask on. <laughs> I'm putting a mask on. If I went on the subway, which is never going to happen, I'd put a never, mask on. I will never step foot on Me the subway neither. again in the city. Same the here. The crap I'm seeing, nope. Yeah. See ya. Pass. No thanks. I'll leave it to people like Eddie who think it's not going to happen to him. Yeah, I'm the, if I can't get... A, and yeah, I mean, I'm just done with the city in general. Like, I'm not going uptown or downtown for anything. I'm going right You're here, going out of town. <laughs> I'm going here to work, and then and home, home to New Jersey. Right, exactly. <laughs> None of this happy hours in the city or dinners in the. I'm out. I hear you. No uptown, no downtown. Right. Just out of town. Right. <laughs> Don't not going in for any meetings in the midtown. I'm not going to see the. The Christmas show. I'm not going to Broadway, even though it's opening up. It's just, you're fine. Count Basie's got shows. You're good. Right. I'm good. <laughs> We're almost in New Jersey anyway, right by the Holland Tunnel. We are. Where yeah. the radio station is. Very true. I could be launched to New Jersey in a cannon, like, <laughs> like in the like circus. Craig wanted to do a Chris Christie back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> yeah. You could shoot me out of a, a circus cannon, and I'd be in New Jersey. That's how close we are. We are close, except for the fact that we spend so much money commuting to get across the river. It is pricey. What if we just fired up a cannon and shot each other across the Well, then the they'll have water. congestion cannon pricing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the cannon toll. We're now putting in a cannon toll. <laughs> uh, speaking of, like, flying things, and I don't know if Eddie saw this, Usually there's a rocket that is basically on its way to Earth, and they have no idea where it's going to land or crash. Who shot this rocket? I think China. Uh, their space... China's just, shooting rockets I'm at us? I'm pretty sure it was their space program. They shot a rocket up into space All for right. the space station, and something happened, and it's heading back towards Earth, and they have no idea where it's going to land. It's happened once before, and it landed in the ocean. Yeah. They don't... It's going to happen anywhere between now and May 8th. May 8th. And they don't know when or where. So today's May 6th. That's scary. I hope it doesn't hit in Bradley Beach. <laughs> Selfish. <laughs> Unless it went in the ocean in Most Bradley people Beach. would say, I hope it doesn't hit where their parents live. Right. You go right for where you are. <laughs> and if it lands in Bradley Beach, I hope it lands right in the ocean so I can go get a photo of it. <laughs> that I'm interested in. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, so, uh, well, so I'm not listening. I'm not going to Mets or Yankee games either. It's because I'd have to get on a subway to get there or. You could drive. Or drive, which I'm not doing. Why would you not drive? I don't know. Traffic. 
So you deal with people. it. It's just part. I'll tell you what you do because this is what I've done now the last couple of years, and it's it's it is it's an easier experience driving in and out. When the Mets go to Philadelphia, yes, go play the Phillies. Right. Uh, go watch the Phillies. That is true. And I when have the done Yankees that. are in Baltimore, go to Baltimore. It's a nice day trip. Good point, Jerry. Only two and a half hours. Baltimore's dangerous. <laughs> I see a lot of things about Baltimore. They've uh, got a what? lot of syphilis, and it's also dangerous. But Philadelphia, think... where where you get off for Philadelphia, you're right. That's a good. That's a nice park. Feel beautiful, but I've, but when I go to watch the Mets in Philly, which I do sometimes, I wear um, clothing that doesn't show which team I root for. Well, yeah, I agree with that. Generic I've, clothing. I've had so much. The couple of, well, really was the one time I went there for a Cowboy Eagle game wearing all I had was a Cowboy hat on, but just regular clothes, no jersey. Boy, I got pelted. Yeah, you don't want to do beer that. and everything. Yeah, well, so. I think it's worth worse for NFL because the games all mean so much more. Where in baseball, it's not as much. You just don't want to run into drunk Philly fans. Well, yeah. because And it's drunk fans everywhere. But when you go to Philadelphia, it's, it's another level. It's another level of drunk fans. And I'll just give you the headline. Falling Chinese rocket to crash to Earth on the weekend. Um, on the weekend? Great. Yeah. And they're, the Pentagon is tracking the path of it right now. But don't they have, have no idea where it's going to crash. Didn't we always hear, like, during the Reagan administration that we had something called Star Wars where we could shoot missiles out of the air? Like, if if uh, a foreign country was attacking us with missiles, defense we would just... Defense missile system. Yeah, uh, we right? would just, Missile defense system. Yeah, we would right? just shoot missiles at their missiles and blow it up. Why don't we Why don't we test it out on this uh, rocket that's heading towards us? And well, it might not come. Right it might not be here. It could land somewhere well, in like Indonesia. Right. Who knows? That's true. They don't know where it's going to right, fall. Right, what are the chances it's going to land that in, in the Bradley United Beach. States? <laughs> About as much as someone throwing a no-hitter. Right. Except, Jerry. <laughs> except it happened again yesterday. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. John Means, who Your I usually John bet against. Means. Why? Because yeah. he's terrible? Hmm. Pedestrian. The Orioles. John Means, no-hitter. That's like three already this season. We've had a few. Three no-hitters. Yeah. Now, this is the part that sucks. He missed the Really, perfect, is a perfect game, I know. He I missed know. the perfect game. When a runner reached first base on a wild pitch after striking yeah. out, I hate this rule in baseball. Got to catch Be- the ball. I hate the dropped third strike because nine times out of ten, the batter gives no effort to even run to the base. In like, a lot of cases, that's so true. So many times, yes. like the batter is like so annoyed they struck out, yeah. and then the that like rewards them. Then right, then like the catcher has to tap the guy. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a dumb rule that you can run on a third strike. I don't understand I wouldn't it. mind seeing it go away. Right. Now, if it went away, this John Means has himself a perfect game. Yes, he would have. That is very Your true. Or John It wasn't Means. the last out, though, right? It was the ninth inning. I don't think it was the last out, though. That's how close he was to a perfect yeah. game. And that's even more rare than the no-hitter. That is right. A perfect game is rare. Yeah, I'll tell you another thing, too. Just talking about pitching last night, and this comes back to Craig's theory 10 years ago. You know how many games last night had the quote-unquote opener and had like six and seven pitchers throw? Like the Mets did it with your guy in the second game, Miguel, Miguel Castro. Castro. Yeah, He started with one inning. They used, I think, six pitchers to get through seven innings. I think the Rays did it where they had seven pitchers to get through nine innings. I, I wrote it down. There, was, there were several games last night where you didn't have the traditional starter. And then the one game where you, well, not the one game, but then in one game with the Orioles, the traditional starter went the distance with a no-hitter. But it's really becoming more and more, not not only accepted, but we're seeing it 
on a regular basis now where you get to that fifth game and they don't really have a great fifth starter. Let's just throw everybody. And so that's what the Mets did yesterday in the uh, the seven-inning second doubleheader game. Which Craig wanted to start a different pitcher every inning. Yeah. Every game. Which so comes like, back to, I'll bring it back before we take the break, brings it back to Giancarlo Stanton. I saw Sweeney, Sweeney's Murdy, mention how people were talking about, you know, Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge, that they're not as good as like Mantle and DiMaggio back in the day. And some of it was Elias, I'm not sure. They went back to show how back in the day in the 50s and 60s where pitchers threw nine innings, how many times through a lineup a pitcher would go and that the batting average for the batters increased by sometimes hundreds of points when they saw the same pitcher for a third and fourth time in a game. And now you never see a pitcher for a third or fourth time. It's constantly changing with the different pitchers and arm slots and, and approaches, how much more difficult it is now. Very interesting. Yeah, why doesn't a team do that? So, like, let's say the Mets, they pitch Jacob DeGrom every game one time through the lineup. Right? I, but then you Every lo- game. But here's the issue. You have a guy like Jacob DeGrom, who is a rare bird that's capable of dominating a team for nine innings. Most are not capable of doing that. He is. So, good idea, wrong pitcher to do it with. All right, so Jacob DeGrom, he gets a regular start. He starts every fifth Everybody day. else, you pitch one inning. Or yeah, not I, one inning, one time through the order. I'm finding it hard to actually argue with the theory as yeah. we're watching it because it seems to work more times than it doesn't. Who will be the first team to do it? The Rays? Well, the Rays have been for years now. But do they go one time through the – but I mean every game, one time through the I order. I know the out. theory being is once you get through an order for the first – you know, one time, yeah. you got to start looking at where you're at in terms of velocity and the looks that the batter is getting. So we'll see. we got to take a break. It's 536, halfway home, actually more than halfway home. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo, 6 o'clock. A lot more to do here on the warm-up show on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Al and Jerry, longtime tag team champions. Five forty-two. What do you say? We take it to six o'clock. One correction: the John Means wild pitch strikeout happened in the third inning last night of the Oriole game. So he's still very close to a perfect game. Stupid rule for sure, but uh, it did not ruin the perfect game in the ninth. So uh, along the way, third inning and blah blah. By the way. For the Orioles, the first no-hitter I just read by one pitcher, because they had a combined no-hitter in 1990-something, I don't know, since like 1960-something. It's been a long time since they had a single-pitcher no-hitter. Is that right? Yes, the what Orioles. What about that, that the Orioles team that had like five 20-game winners on it? We did no per- 69! No, 69! I guess no no-hitters. What can I tell? Listen, the Mets have, have, have won. The Padres just got their first one. It was so, Jim Palmer. It happens. Jim Palmer. In 69. Jim Palmer in 69. And I think in the, his underpants. Uh, the, the 420 game winners, maybe it was 1970. It was the same era team. It was Palmer. I think it was later than uh, 1970 because that was a team that I was really collecting baseball cards then. Palmer, Dobson, Cuellar, and somebody. I'll take your word for it. Uh, here's 1971. One. Oh. 
This I don't appreciate. Matt Lofaro on Twitter, and I'm going to yell at him, Jerry. He sure, says what's up? He was giving us information about the uh, means uh, no-hitter, and he said the wild pitch wasn't the ninth. It was early in the game. Isn't this sports radio? I'm going to put this guy in a headlock. <laughs> you come down here, Matt Lafaro. I'm going to put you in a headlock and noogie your head. Noogie your forehead. Calling us out like that. But, yes, many alert uh, Twitter followers. Jerry sent us that info as you as you relayed and reported. There you go. On 1010 wins. Corrected. Sports. And, uh, no, no, no. But it's a long time since I've done that. 1010. Jerry Recco, 1010 wins. I did that sports. for like, was it eight years? Yeah. I used to like to hear you when I would leave and I'd uh, be in the tunnel. I would click you over on 1010 uh, wins. And I will tell you, it's weird wins not having sports reports anymore. They don't do sports? No. They dropped it for the pen because of the pandemic coverage. When they and they've never, never gone back, back to it. Yeah. Wow. And it is odd, especially since here. And I listen, I know everybody's got their phone. Uh, but it is weird not having the flashes on the weekend on the 20s and 40s anymore on our station, and you got to wait till the top of the hour or go to your phone. Yeah. It actually forces me to my phone. Is that right? It does, because there are times. Like, if I get in the car, most of the time, I get in the car at about two, 2.55 in the morning, 2.50. But there are mornings where it's tough getting out of bed, or you just, you're in the shower, whatever. And I'll get to the car, and it's like, I'll, I'll give a good example. When Amy Lawrence is on Sunday night into Monday morning, and we do the update prior to the top of the hour to adhere to their format, and I'll get in the car at 3.02, and she's on already. And it's like, wow, I actually have to sift through my phone to see, like, the Sunday night baseball score or whatever I was or like, sometimes the NBA plays Sunday night games. And it's weird not having, you know, those reports mid-hour. I do like the middle of the. I love the three a.m. update on so WFAN. Do I. I do too. I agree. It gives you everything. Yeah, like the like today. I heard Bob Usler. Usler's three o'clock update today was so informative. I thought it was tremendous. I agree. Yep, I'm with you. I was um, caressing my dog while I listened to it. Okay, that sounded weird. I was sitting on the floor before I left. I wanted to spend a few minutes with my dog, and I said, "Let me hear what Bob Usler has to say about everything that went down," because I knew there was. Baseball. I knew there were Rangers. Who'd you go to, Siri or Alexa? Uh, to play WFAN, Alexa. Alexa. So I leave it on for the dog all day. Understood. So she gets to hear uh, the Sal Licata show into you and I, into Boomer and Geo, into Moose and Matt. Wow, you're really helping those streaming numbers. Oh, I'm killing the streaming numbers. Not bad. My dog's listening. Although I don't think there's a demo for dogs. There should be. Yeah, I don't know that they would know that the dog was actually the one listening. <laughs> My dog listens though. Like, she is locked into the Moose and Maggie show, to Sal Licata. I hear she's a big fan of uh, John Heyman. She loves the John Heyman reports. So do I. And then we both listen together to uh, Carton and Roberts in the afternoon. Wow, you stream. So basically, yeah, you stream the it. radio station yeah. for like 17 hours a day. Yeah, you're welcome, WFAN. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we're streaming. Not bad. I go to different rooms. I stream in different rooms. Sometimes I have multiple streams going because I had to stream downstairs. I got to stream upstairs. I'm just streaming my face off. There's Wi, Jerry. There's you got to be doing something to do your face off because you're not doing much of anything. <laughs> Jerry, there's Wi-Fi going all through my body, chest. It'll kill us one day. It's hitting my heart muscles. The Wi-Fi is going through my brain. We'll figure it out. Yeah, when that happens, I'd rather. By the way, we would all risk our health for good Wi-Fi. I would. And our phones. Yeah, and our. Phones. I've always said that. I've always said to you. Yeah. If I told you right now that someone came back in a time machine and said these things are going to cause testicular cancer yeah. because they're in our pockets all the time, mm -hmm. how many people would stop using them? I mean, and I don't I think there's many. I still need to know what's going on with Twitter, so I'm going to have to keep this testicular cancer phone in my pocket. Just keep checking yourself to make yeah. sure there's no lumps. Oh, I check, Jerry. 
Well, I'm I figured, checking. I figure you got to be doing something during the day. <laughs> you think I'm just checking myself for testicular <laughs> your, your cancer? Your alarm all goes day? off on the hour every hour. <laughs> oh, testicular <laughs> cancer check. All good. Still all good. Uh, another 59 minutes to kill the next one. <laughs> Jerry Shaquille O'Neal picked a big booger on TV the other night. So NBA when was this? The, I'm, I'm wondering if the NBA on TNT, because they tweet out a lot of funny stuff. Yeah. I will check. While I did you do see this thing. on Twitter. I don't know if they you did. Tweeted. I did see this on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, the audio, there's audio with it? Oh, yeah. There's audio. They're, uh, it's uh, a little strange because they're like, uh, Shaq, you've got a, you had a big booger. And then he just digs his finger in there and gets it. Oh, yeah. There and it then, is. Uh, yep. Wow. Got to be careful. But he, he played it off like it was no big deal. Because he doesn't care. It used to be shameful to have to pick your nose. I'm t- when I tell you one of the coolest shows, I don't know. I don't even know if they still do it anymore. Um, Shaq had a reality TV on TNT where it followed him, his family, to his business uh, gatherings, to any appearances he had to make. It was a really, it was actually a pretty good. If you like Shaq, yeah, it was a good inside look at him, and it was like a no holds barred type of show. He's he's got no shame. He's just a fun, goofy, big guy, and that doesn't surprise me at all. There were people who claimed to never have picked their nose. Who are these not people? Possible. Who are these people? Who? Right. They're like, oh, I blow my nose into a tissue. No, you don't. When well, they no do, around, but sometimes that's not enough. Right. Are you, sometimes you got to, you know, this thing stuck up there. Just tough on live TV to do it. Yeah. That's not great. I've done it with a Q-tip where okay. I've gone all the way into the upper cavity. The to nasal get cavity? Yeah, to get something that was living up there. Are you a neti pot guy? You no. like to run the water through your... <laughs> I'm not running water through my nose, no. I like the one there's now you see on TV where it sucks your nose out. It does? Yeah. Like if you have a cold? Yeah. That one looks cool to me. But kind of disgusting. Where does it go, though? Into a container? Then you got to wash that mm, out? I would think so. Yeah. I mean, listen. You did try a device right. for an adult store once to for, you had to clean out. So this would not be that big deal. Right, but that's what I mean. That's the part that gets you. It's like gross. If it was, yeah, if it was something like... Uh, that that was a disposable filter that you threw out after that would be cool. it cleaned out your nose. Oh, we create one. The neti pot you you put that in your nostril yeah. and then it comes out the other side. The other nostril. Yeah, it washes through. I've done it before. Wow. It, but it here's the thing. How do you breathe when you're it's, doing that? Well, through your mouth. It's not a waterfall. You're not sitting there <laughs> drowning. So you hold your breath for you it. Just yeah, and it goes right through. And it's it's a weird feeling, and it does help. But it doesn't stop the congestion. It really doesn't. I mean, it gives you relief for a little while, and then it's right back. If you real, if you need relief from your nose being stuffed, just eat like um, cocktail sauce with horseradish. Could do that. That clears you right up. I also like to walk around with the Vicks container. Yeah, and just <laughs> keep smelling the Vicks. Do they still make the Vicks inhaler where you put it in your nose and? I would think. Oh yeah, I would think so. Oh, the spray. No, oh, not yeah. the spray. There was a there was a Eddie might remember this because when I was a kid they had the the Vicks. It was called a Vicks inhaler. It looked like a chapstick. Oh okay, but I'm not was, aware of this. It, there was nothing like you would you would stick it in your nose and breathe it in. The Vicks inhaler stick. Yeah, the Vicks inhaler. They still have stick. it. They <laughs> still have awesome. four dollars at Amazon. Nice. All right, you want a Vicks inhaler stick for the. Although now we don't get sick anymore because we're all wearing masks. I haven't been sick since we started the masks. Yeah. That is very true. So we have that. Anyhow, hmm. lot to do, and Al's going to give you some really Where important information. Speaking of sick, who's sick of paying rent? Mm-hmm, that's right. Why would you rent? I bought a condo a year ago, and it feels great to build equity 
in my own home. If you're looking to buy or are a first-time home buyer, finance through Carney Bank. They changed my entire outlook on the mortgage process. Also, their first-time homebuyer program offers savings like a 30-year discounted rate and down payments as low as 5%. Don't hesitate. Visit CarneyBank.com. That's CarneyBank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, quick break. Come back, wrap it up, get you to Boomer and Geo at the top right now on Odyssey Sportsman. His name is Zach Gelb talking about a guy named Aaron Rodgers. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, a couple more minutes. We get you to Boomer and Geo. Last night, if you're just waking up, the Knicks did lose to the Nuggets. The Rangers lost to the Capitals. A million minutes of uh, penalties, as you can imagine. The Mets split two with St. Louis, and the Yankees did beat Houston, Al. Warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today, for tomorrow. Visit CarneyBank.com for details. Uh, word is, Jerry, that Aaron Rodgers has been telling potential free agents that he likely will not be on the Packers. Yeah, and I see Brett Favre is talking. He says, don't call his bluff. Hmm. Yeah, all right. But it's interesting, though, because if he does stay on the Packers, he's chased away all the free agents. I would say so. Now so. he's going to be on the worst team because <laughs> he can't make up his mind. Well, or he's going to be doing Jeopardy, which I, I know a lot of people were impressed. I w- it was okay. I'm sick of Jeopardy. I'm not watching Jeopardy. <laughs> I don't watch it either, but I, did, uh, but I did tune in to see him because I wanted to see all the rage. It was fine. I don't know. He's not Alex Trebek. Yeah, he's not a dynamic personality. No. Like, he didn't screw up. He looks good, but whatever. I'm not watching Jeopardy because he's doing it. Right. You know what he's better at, Jerry? Playing quarterback. Yes, he is. That's why quarterback. He might not play quarterback at all this year. No, he's playing. I bet he play. I'm going to say Jerry's taking snaps for the Packers game one. So you're calling his bluff. I'm calling his bluff. All right. Well, we'll see. What are you going to do about it, Let's Aaron see who's Rogers? smarter. You or Gutenkunst. Who? <laughs> the GM. Oh, Al. the GM. Gutenkunst. <laughs> yes. Gutenkunst. I also heard yesterday that he was uh, mocking the GM, uh, this Gutenkunst fella, uh, by comparing him to Jerry Krause. <laughs> what is Jerry Krause, huh? <laughs> Which I'm sure, I bet Aaron Rodgers had no idea who Jerry Krause was until he watched that Michael Jordan 10-part documentary. That. You know what? Aaron Rodgers eh. seems to be like a sports fan. Yeah. I think if you were in debate, yeah, I mean, if he's an NBA guy, he knows who Jerry Krause is. Yeah, I don't know. I, I know you don't know, but I'm telling you, I think he might. I mean, I had heard of Jerry Krause, but until I saw that documentary that where they made him look stupid, no well, one else knew who that it's was. It's a sports doubleheader Thursday.